hands together for Donnie and the Machine. Woohoo! Episode 30! What's up? Dude, it's the DJ Simone and Pumpin' Pete podcast. I've been telling everybody about this one. Finally, some more music people. Yeah, we got some music people in the house today. Long time friends. Very long time. Very long time. All right, episode 30. This is it. DJ Simone, Pumpin' Pete. Guys, thanks for having me. Welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on my podcast. Bro, thanks for, for having Thanks for the invite. Dude, it's you guys awesome. are hilarious. I love talking to you. We were already yeah, having the pre-podcast podcast. The pre-podcast. So, Machine, thanks for setting all this up. Pumpin' Pete, DJ Simone. Thank you for coming, man. Awesome. I appreciate yeah. it. So, DJ Simone. Yes. We were talking about... The high school gigs that you do. The high school gigs. Let's yeah. start there and work our way up to the badass clubs that you do too. Yeah, uh, the high school thing started, man, uh, with a company called Boom Entertainment, and uh, one day I just went knocking on their door, and I asked for a job, and they're like, "If you want to be with us, first you have to do like a trial run," and they had me setting up gear and all that. I was like, "I don't want to do this. Like, I want a DJ, right?" And they put me on one show, which was uh, Stevenson's Prom, and we're just talking about that school. Yeah, <laughs> Stevenson's Prom is a huge school. And uh, I did that, and I guess I killed it, and they liked it, and it went on from there. Awesome, man. And then, like, I feel like, so I, let's let's take it back a little bit. You and I knew each other back when we were five years old. Well, you were five I years mean, old. No, no, yeah. I was five. You were, like, nine. Nine, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was playing soccer with your brother, Rosario, shout yeah. out. He said he wanted to be a cardiologist when he was nine Seven, years old. Yeah, something like that. And now he's in med school doing that thing. Yeah, God shout bless out to him. my brother. Yeah. Smart boy. Anyway, we go back, and then... I remember talking to you on Instant Messenger, probably mm-hmm. in like 1999 or something, and Name. you're like, you're like, uh, dude, I want to become a DJ. Right. Is there anybody like? I remember you networking right away. It's like, who do you know that's a DJ at your mm-hmm. school? And then I hooked you up with DJ Reality. Remember that's that guy, right, David? Dave. Oh my and god, then, Dave. Yeah, I hooked him up with DJ <laughs> Reality. Was yeah, yeah. Was that like a Euro DJ or something? Yeah, or, yeah. He yeah. was a Euro DJ. Yeah, and then house, yeah. yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, I don't know what the heck he was and how long he even lasted. But next thing you know, DJ Simone's on B96. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Just like that. Wait, Just like that. The youngest. The youngest ever. You gotta put me out like that. Yeah. Yeah, 11,000 followers on Instagram, DJ Simone, he's in, in, in the Donnie the Machine podcast. This, yeah. is, this is a milestone, dude. This is episode 30. This is episode 30. You know that podcast? Cheers. Wait, cheers. Cheers. Episode 30. Cheers. Cheers. Episode 30. cheers. Yes. Awesome. You know, this this kind of stuff, cheers. They say your podcast is in a good direction if you pass episode 13. Once you pass episode oh, yeah. 13, you're in a good direction. And nice. we've been consistent, dude, since September, every week, putting every out a show. Every week. Awesome. Every week's in September, and this is great, and I'm glad to have you guys here. Um, so you're talking about um, the Stevenson High School and how awesome it is out there. Yeah, it's just an amazing And you school, said the kids yeah. weren't grateful for it? What do you think? I ah. mean, yeah. I feel like, uh, <laughs> it's like something. No, I did all the spot. No, uh, <laughs> listen. There's a hot button under the there's table. A, there's, a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of kids that sometimes aren't grateful. They grateful. think, yes. you know, they're around, and they're like, hey, right. what's next? This is cool. But what's next? You know, it's like my homecoming. I had two speakers, and I couldn't even see the DJ. and a cassette player. I didn't even know, and literally, it's probably what it, it was, was a little radio, right? And, and we were happy to do it. We were so happy. <laughs> so and now, what we do with with these high schools, like we changed homecomings and high school dances and all that forever, dude. It's big. We it's like a concert. Limousines and oh, dresses yeah. and party pictures, buses, all that man. party buses. O two cannons. It's you, like you it's, literally you got confetti. You got crazy. literally Tiesto sound system. Like that's what we're using. Oh, they like, bring in the CO two cannons too. It's crazy. Everything. Confetti cannons. Everything. 
everything. Oh, like the yeah, trusses man. that they set up are like. I gotta small show concerts. you some videos later. It's amazing. Yeah. That's crazy. And these, you know, like you know, most yeah. of the schools are like, oh my god, this is amazing. When they see that, it's a, it's ridiculous. So yeah. cool. They didn't have that I'll be stoked as hell, right? right. Dude, that's yeah. strong, that I'm stoked so as hell fun. when I walk in and I see this. You know, it really puts like the celebrity pressure on on Simone as a DJ, right? Because right. he's so. a great DJ, right? He's a great DJ, but then he goes in there, he's like, you know, this is what I live for. So you, you go in there and you see like a, a thousand people that always have their hands in the sure, air, like three thousand now, man. Right? We get I mean, like three thousand kids that go to homecomings that's, now. That's, that's huge. Wow. That's crazy. Like, my, I think my homecoming had, like, 300 kids. It's nuts. Yeah, probably. And yeah. literally, with this high school market that we're doing, it's our attendance. Like, if 4,000 people attend the school, we're going to get 3,800 of them. And they don't leave the, the dance floor. Oh, yeah. Like, they don't leave the dance floor. That's you know, crazy. It's, Dude, it's that's, awesome. that's crazy, man. That is cool. It's been a ride, man. Yeah. So, uh, what else are you doing in the city now? Uh, just DJing and producing, man. That's pretty much it. Like, I'm DJing Thursday through, like, Sunday, and... Uh, just working on music, creating, you know? Are you doing any, like, remixes, making your own originals? Pretty doing? much, yeah. I've been producing, actually, for a few years. I just never put it out there, because, obviously, you know, when you start, you're not the greatest. So I just wanted to be comfortable with my own sound. To Interesting. So now... Patience, um, you see that? That's something that I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think I had it either, man. But until you, are, I realized. you do. And now, I swear to God, I am a visionary, by the way. You have And to. I'm seeing the Pump and Pete DJ Simone podcast... Right in front it of would me. Be right. it would be a disaster. I think it <laughs> would be terrible. Wait, our, our moms would be listening. That's the no, that's it, that's right. the problem. Can you know? <laughs> Let the moms listen. That's right. I want the moms to listen. Let's, I want them to understand the new ages, the nuances of life now. Right. You know what I'm saying? We have all this technology. This is the, seriously, I think, the best time to be alive. I really think so, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, with all this other negative bullshit that's out there, which, by the way, has always been there, just not exploited. 100%. Okay? It's always fucking been there. Right. And right. now, like we a, don't have to do the dirty work anymore that our parents did to make it for us in this country. Right. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to do the dirty work. They've fucking paved the way, and we're great. I, I Listen, not everyone's grateful, but I'm grateful for... My parents taking a leap, doing this thing, making a better life for me, right? right. We don't have to do the dirty work anymore. Now we have the opportunity to really figure out what lights us on fire. We can do whatever we want. And do whatever we want if you choose for to. Sure. Yeah. But then we have a handful of people just bitching and complaining. But no, this and this. Just stop, stop making excuses. Yeah. Figure out what the fuck lights you on fire and go for That's that right. shit. And make it happen. Cheers, Done. So Cheers. No, no, Cheers. You know what I'm saying? Look at you. You <laughs> I were, concur. You were, I agree. You were a little up. kid. Yes, sir. Simone, you were a little kid asking me what I can do to, to make myself a better DJ and get myself in industry. And you just, boom, did it. It looks easy, but it took everything and every ounce of you to make that happen. The funny part is um, people think it was just like that. You know, like one day, like I started doing high schools and the next day I'm on the radio. No one even knows that it took me six years to get on the radio. Yeah. I don't even think I've ever even like, relentlessly, anyone, you know? relentlessly it trying. Banging it out six got. years in transition. Probably like the, when the internet was in transition, mm -hmm. you saw the different phases. You had a, a, a popular MySpace. You went from making CDs. Hell, Pete, Pump and Pete just gave us a CD today. Right, still. DJ Pump and Pete gave us a CD today. Uh, CDs I, and I didn't cassettes. have any CDs. I only <laughs> I had to on me. <laughs> Dude, Dude, USBs and emails and links and stuff like that too. Yeah, but there's something nice and organic about like. Getting something physical, right? Right. Yeah. No. Listen, you. I, we were playing soccer three weeks ago. You handed me the CD. I was like, I, yes. I got a new CD. Did it have a Juventus logo on it? <laughs> Did it? 
No. No, I just. <laughs> it should have. No, it didn't. It should have. It should have. They won the other day, though. It should have. Listen, you want to talk about that game? Let's go. <laughs> you see his tattoo? You, want. you see his tattoo? So yeah, good. I did. I so did. Dope. I saw it. So good. Okay. It's beautiful. Forza Dude, what about, hey, hold on. What about that soccer player that died, Davide Astori? Astori was 31 like years a legend. Old. I didn't Le- even hear anything. I mean, about this guy this. was a legend. He really? literally he he capped for the Italian national team, I think, 12 times. I mean, this guy's like, and everybody. Oh my gosh. Loves this guy. Yeah, like, dude. It sucks. Italy shut down. They shut down Serie A. The games, like they announced. I think they announced it at 8:30 in the morning Chicago time. Yeah. While the players were warming up on the field, uh-huh. they found out. They literally emptied the stadiums. No games. No game today. Everyone go home, and no one had a problem with it. Like, yeah, this mm-hmm. guy was just a legend. Thirty-one years old, captain, a captain, Fiorentina. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not gonna go as far as to say a legend because right. let's say legend Baggio, Del Piero, Totti, right. Buffon, right? right? right. Legends. Right. Davide Astori, nice player, right? Leader, mm-hmm. and a lot of people say that he was a. Like a very good guy to be around. He was the team unifier, right? Like so, that's why he was captain of Fiorentina. Right. But I mean, this guy just everybody loved him and embraced him. So a it's wife, like you feel for the whole dude. A wife and a kid, a young child, kid, three years old. It's just crazy. Dude. Oh so, my so god! Like, all right, hold on. Let's uh, let's just take this to a deeper level. Like, what the heck is going on with some of the things that they do the behind the scenes? I mean, these guys are fast, mm-hmm. strong, and they get faster and stronger every year. Mm-hmm. What kind of stuff do you think they're taking on the sideline? In the yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, they, the initial reports were like he died of a heart attack in his sleep. Um, How old was he? 31. 31. So, like you suspect foul play. Right, usually. Right away. But, you know, historically, you know, when you're in Italy, non andare all'ospedale, you know, don't go to the hospital because yeah. you're already... It's fine, you know, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's going to be fine. Put yeah. some olive oil on it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I just wonder if the family's ever going to get true closure on what actually happened to the guy. But, you know, who knows? I mean, yeah, there, there could be. Yeah. You know, it's just unfortunate. It's a sad situation. But let's... Uh, For sure. You know what it's, I think is, is also sad, too, is that we're going to be watching the World Cup this summer at 6 oh, in the morning. Geez. And I don't know who to root for. Right. <laughs> I would look forward to this this tournament every, every four years. Yeah. Listen, I got nobody in it either. But you never had anybody in it. <laughs> Turkey's always been in it. Bro. Tur- yeah, you have. You're right. Turkey's get always out. Got. Get out. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. What am I saying? There's some hitters that are not, you know, that are, that are not going to If you want to talk about Albania, yeah, we suck. They won their first international game ever, I think, in the Euro Cup. First time they ever qualified. First time they ever won a game internationally. So they suck. <laughs> but Turkey. Yeah. I'll tell you, dude. I don't know that Italian soccer has a bright future either. You know, there's a lot of young, but it's going to take a while. And it, and the administration is completely brutal. It's all up in arms. Like, it's just it's a mess right it's now. It's a shit show. But it's you know what? Show. The administration and behind-the-scenes stuff was always a shit show, even when they were yeah. winning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you remember the big scandal with Juventus? Big scandal. The many scandals. But, like, the whole thing that was going on right before Italy won the World Cup and Juventus went down to City B and all that yeah. shit. So there's a lot yeah. of stuff in the background that's going on. For sure. Um, And they still tended to execute you know those teams they were always a force to be reckoned with and even even a little bit after the world cup too they were you know they were making the final the euro cup you know they were doing stuff right make a little Uh, noise and now now it's just it's a disgrace man it is it's a shame it's a disgrace there's nobody really there's not like one player that you can watch that's the goalie donamura 
No, not Buffon. He's not playing he's, no he's, more. He's retired. He's, he's done. Retired. But he's like Donnarumma, the guy. Is that how you say Donnarumma. Donnarumma. Yeah. Donnarumma from Milan. Yeah. He's been the, the craze of the town. He's been a craze. He's a little overrated in my opinion. But I mean, he's good. He's good. He's he's on the up and up. Yeah. Right. But Just he's, he's young, still really inexperienced. Maybe that's it. Like he's so freaking wild he's, yeah. and like, un, like you know, I mean, he negotiated his brother. He's wrong. To sign with Milan, <laughs> or he wouldn't sign. Like, who does that? His That's brother, his entitled, awesome. entitled kids. Yeah, you know what, right. I mean, whatever. But you know what? <laughs> he's coming around, and he's going to be the face of the Italian national yeah. team in the right. net. So. so that's good. We got a goalie. Fine. goalie. Sweet. Yeah. I, like, stopped watching Italian soccer. So, like, I was <laughs> yes. You know what? I, I'll admit, I don't watch it a lot, but I just yeah. like I like to hear the stories yeah, yeah. and you know, kind of just see from afar, from a distance, what's going on. So, not by any means am I somebody who's analyzing this shit really. Um, I did when I was young. I really was in, in, inspired by a lot of those players. Yeah. Like, and right now, there's a lot going on, and there's a lot of really cool players, and there's a lot of inspiring players. So, it's it's motivating a generation of younger Italian American kids to take note of it. And I hope I, so. I next year, hope so. Next year, I know that there's negotiations right now for a major network to pick it up like they did EPL. Personally, English Premier League on NBC is fantastic. It's great for soccer in America. But let me tell you something. When you talk about the game of soccer, I'm a fan of the Italian game, you know? I'm, yeah. I'm a fan of the finesse. I'm a fan of the lovemaking part of the game. Yeah, And it's what's sure. missing from EPL, in my opinion. I mean, it's rugged. It's rough. They don't call a whole lot of fouls. It's like rugby with a soccer ball. But, Dude, that's you know, a good call. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, for sure. I feel like these kids in America, they need to see that. And if they see that shit, it's going to be different. Different styles of play regularly. Different. I yes. think that would be great because now uh, my dad moved back to Italy. But when he was here... Every Sunday morning, I'd wake up and I'd hear dun 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 the morning to the night talking about yeah. the games over and over so you know, I watched a lot of it and yep. now that I'm not you know living with my family and my parents anymore I don't watch it anymore I don't even have right. regular cable anymore do you have any desire like to watch MLS at all like no I went yet. to a fire no. game I took the I took the team that I was coached I went to a fire game it was all right nothing yeah. exciting but, but I don't want to like I'm not like oh my god what's going on you know yeah. I have actually there's a student at, at school right now who's uh, who plays for the fire academy and plays with the awesome. U15 and U17s uh, in the US team yeah. right now as a goalie and he's talking about like being something bigger Dude, that's, I mean, that's the level. future, right? I just saw your face light up yeah, when you dude, said kid, that. Right? Dude, that's this, that's I'm, the future of MLS. I'm right? telling you, dude, this kid... It, it's Look, we compare MLS players to soccer in in Europe. It's yeah. a different style, man, yeah. because soccer's really been different. the sport for such a long time. Yeah. And in that's America... play with was a ball. Ex exactly. Okay. And in America, America is a, is a younger country compared to, a, mm -hmm. to the rest of them. And, you know, the culture of soccer hasn't really been established yeah. yet. So, there's that difference. However, the difference between the average American or the average kid and somebody who's got some talent and some laser focus is... Stunning when you see it in oh, real time. I'm sure. It's like okay, man. it's yeah. in. It's it's stunning when you see it in real yeah, time. So you cool. see this kid who's 16 years old, already six foot two, lean, respectful, hardworking. Anytime we do like some sort of like workout in class, the kid's going extra five, ten seconds afterwards. Always engaged, saying, "Hey, what can I do for this? How can I get this better? Hey, how can I do this, That's Mr. Awesome. C? I'm thinking about going to college. You think I should go to college? I'm debating. Five of my friends are already pro, taking sponsorships from Adidas, taking sponsorships from." 
Nike. This kid is the real deal. It's humble. Dude. No ego. That's it awesome. is That's crazy. Yeah, awesome. And when you see that on like a level in a school with you got average kids, you got mm-hmm. some kids that are above that, and then you got the next level. Yeah. Like I'm gonna be a professional. We need that more here in the States, I think. We need that like that fire in the belly yeah. and that kind of thing. And I think soccer will will get there. You know, there's already talk of uh, I'm Ib- optimistic. Ibrahimovic coming to the States. Get there's up. already talk of Messi. Messi wow. coming to the States. What? Mm-hmm. What? what, what explain him. to me a little bit about that. What do you know about so, Messi? He's, okay, he's 31. Yep. Tip-top shape. Yep. We know so much more about science with physical abilities and yep. recovery than we've ever known before. Yep. So 31, you're still mm-hmm. fucking good. Okay? You're not going to dip now in 2018 at 31. You're still... Prime. For sure, for sure. For a lot of us, it, it might not be on you know it, it might be unreasonable to even think that a player like that would retire anywhere other than Barcelona, right? But I think from a perspective of how new and organic the MLS is and the names we get that are starting to get behind it, like Sebastian Jovinko came from oh, Juve as a Serie A dude, player, let's talk about as a starter, freaking Seba's a beast. Tearing it up. He was tearing it up on Juve, but he spent a lot of time on the bench. Now, he didn't really gel really well with Allegri, the coach of Juventus, right. so it was an issue, whatever. But comes to the MLS in his prime, and he's killing it. The fact, Unbelievable. The fa- <laughs> Wait, with five foot four. Dude, five <laughs> foot four, he, he joins the MLS with half the season over already. He's the MLS leading scorer, MLS most valuable player, with only half of a season, I mean, this guy has changed the game forever. At five foot four. At five foot four, crazy, just crazy. It's just, unbelievable. Yeah. So, I mean, like you want to take a look at the talent that's overseas versus the talent that's in America. Sebastian Jovinko, like you said, he was a nice player in Italy. Yeah. Right. He was a nice player. Whatever happened inside the bench and inside the behind the scenes, we don't really know. Mm-hmm. He was an all right player. Comes to America. Holy shit. Comes to America and tears, <laughs> and tears it up. Not even yeah. short of tearing it up. Dude, the guy is unreal. There's some, like, I, I, I encourage people that are listening right now, just YouTube, Sebastian Jovinko, highlights MLS. I know it's not like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> right. No, but the goals are so nice. And Okay, so and everyone's and, all crazy about Josie Altador. No disrespect to the dude. He can't hold a candle to Seba. Jovinko will literally run circles around him. They're in the totally different field. players. He's so big yeah. and like you know, he's it's more true. like physical physicality for no, him. No, he's he not is. very finesse and he's very inconsistent too. And another thing about Josie Outdoor, he's a head case. So yeah. he goes yeah. three, five, seven games without scoring a goal. Yeah. It's like, uh, what am I do? I can't do this anymore. Dude, we, we better move this conversation because we're going to talk about soccer. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's all right. I it's have okay. no idea what dude, you guys are talking about. <laughs> I'm so lost here. I'm just just Simone, I could just feel Simone over here going, oh, the fuck. <laughs> why don't we talk about Martha Stewart and stuff? <laughs> right. I know more about her than I know about me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, no, let's, whatever, yeah. no, let's let, let's shift it. Fuck it. Yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, no, no, it's your it's your show. You like yeah. you go. Well, where see, you here's went. the thing. This is, it's so exciting to hear you say that. I mean, it's cool. It's it's, cool listen, man. I I really like podcasting because I like having genuine conversation. Nice. I just yeah. it's me having a conversation with some longtime friends right. with microphones here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. That that that's what that is, and that's why I really really love doing it. And it's going to be easy for me to make a switch to, to really like do this more. Mm-hmm. And possibly nice. monetize, do this full time. I really, really enjoy it. So nice. that's what I like. I like this conversation. I think it's good, and I think it's good for people to hear. You know, because sometimes we get so self-absorbed and shit. Yeah. You know, everyday, day-to-day stuff that we have to do and we get worried about. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, we're all gonna die, <laughs> and it doesn't matter. 
so much. So we gotta like take a chill and you have. Need a, to, you need have to drink my beer. My beer is the happy beer. Your beer is the negative beer. So yes. coming from the other day, we're gonna die. Coming from okay. the uh, not uh, okay. You're on the wrong beer too. Let's get. No, not in a negative way. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like we can't take everything so seriously all the time. Like it's gonna be okay. You made it this far, people. Yeah. This is coming from the health and fitness. That's right. Right. Yeah. That's right. It, it doesn't act- matter. We're gonna die. So. No, I don't mean it. I don't mean it that way. It does. Yeah. It does matter because you gotta you gotta take care of your physical yeah. being. In order to 100%. understand your mental, you make being. noise before you go. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I hear you. Yeah. And you, you wanna, you wanna have a good time, but yes. you also wanna, you know, feel good about everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Physically, mentally, <laughs> be good. Amen. Be good to the people around you. Good so, amen. So anyway, that's why I like doing it. I like talking like this. But S- Simone, yes. Tell me a little bit about what type of uh, DJing you're doing at the moment. What type specifically? Yeah, like we're, I, I know that you're at this new place called Liquor Box, and that's new. Brand so, new place. So yeah. tell me, tell me a little about about this Liquor Box place because it looks box. pretty hot. I, I have one of my good friends, Billy Hubert, yeah. Advanced Crowd Therapy, uh, yeah. and Fitness. I know he's, Billy, yeah. he's the head bartender over there, yeah. and he's a head bartender of a lot of places. This guy's an absolute animal. Okay. Yeah. Fitness freak, strong, and dude, I know that you know him. I know you're. He's a head bartender over there. Yeah. So tell me what's going on over there, dude. Uh, it's interesting what they're doing. I like their gimmick. They got an adult juice box, essentially, and they serve drinks in it. And it's it's creative, really. It is creative. And it's, I mean, if you want to be real with it, also it's safer. Like True. I mean, interesting. No one can spike a girl's drink, really. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good. Or call. guys, I mean, like <laughs> in yeah, this world, it's possible, dude. Yeah. You can't you can't just go and, and say that it's always the guys that's going to. No, Spike not anymore. Girls. No, Come not on. anymore. Hell no. Hell no. Girls, girls are sometimes worse than guys. Yeah. Oh my god. Most of them are worse, man. <laughs> you can't say that most of them are worse. Now I'm offended. No, I'm just <laughs> saying. It go, it's a world that goes. <laughs> I'm, I'm it's a world that goes both ways. Welcome to <laughs> 2018 America. Yeah. We're offended by everything. No, but anyways, back to like the yeah. actual boxes. Is that all they serve there? You can you get no, anything? No, no. You can get food and just regular drinks and whatnot. Yeah. Okay, cool. But their main signature thing is the. It's, yeah, the that's their gimmick. It's a juice box, and it just flops open, and there's a straw, and you just. You know, nice. whatever you want, yeah. Don't you think that's going to attract a lot of kids who are underage? Why? Because it's Why? a box, juice box? Dude, what is juice that? Box? Yeah. Why would that attract underage kids? It's not like a shitty juice box. It's like a nice <laughs> plastic juice box. I don't know. Underage kid, what, like six, seven-year-old that wants a juice box? <laughs> what are you talking about? No. <laughs> Right. It's, it's a daytime party though, isn't it? Like it no, works early. No, no, it's, no night, it's nighttime. No, it closes oh. at five a.m. Yeah. Okay. Do, you do, do you do you do any daytime parties? You yeah, do? actually, I bounce. Uh, I did one on Saturday, I think it was. Yeah. I played from like 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. It was packed. For like 300 people, 400 people. I was nice. like, it's crazy how people love to day drink nowadays. I feel like Chicago is really becoming like the day drinking place. I think especially summertime. In, it's in March? Especially in the summertime. Dude, in March you were doing sure. this? Yeah, right now, man. This was last Saturday. Where? At Bounce. From 2 to 6 p.m. Oh, I, I thought you said I bounce. Like, no, no, no. The place is called Bounce. It's a new place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to tell me these things. I don't, I don't <laughs> it's down the street from Liquor Box. It's amazing. Ah, okay. It's See, I don't home. I don't go out as much as I as I used to back in the day. And even when I did go out, out, I wasn't bro. going out a ton. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, dude, I would love to come out where you're at. You gotta come out, man. So let, just tell the people where you're gonna be next. How about that? Give them a little. Uh, de- hold on. Just so we're clear, this is DJ Simone. Man, it doesn't mean anything, man. It does. Totally does. <laughs> No, not at all. Yeah, no, it does because you're. He's too humble. No, too humble. He is no. humble, but he's a he's a good he's a good kid, hardworking, respectful young man, and made his way up there. Thank you. And sir. that's that's awesome too. Well, speaking of liquor box, I'm there tomorrow yeah. actually. Tomorrow, See, Saturday. Action again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm on from like 1 a.m. to like 
3 a.m., something like that. But uh, I'm always bouncing around, man. I'm not, I don't really have, like, just one spot, you know? Hey, question so, for you. Yeah. Does, uh, does, uh, does Giuseppe and Caterine ever come out and get w- jiggy with it at Flickrbox? Never, man. They've <laughs> never been out. Maybe I should take them out one day. Well, I hope one of these days. Maybe one of these days. Joe. Joe Ragusa. <laughs> Come on, man. Screaming out the window. For those of you that don't know what he's talking about, he's talking about my parents. (laughs) Katerine and and Giuseppe. They're always busy, man. They're either making tomato sauce or bitching about something. I don't know. I just let them go. Could you imagine Simone a bounce thrown on a tarantella when his parents walk in the front door? (laughs) They like uh, Johnny Morandi. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Shout out to them. I love them, too. Yeah, my parents. (laughs) Yeah. Joe was one of my soccer coaches growing up, too. Was he? Yeah, he coached for a little bit too. I had no idea. He still yeah. refs. Does he still ref? I remember refs, him refing. I remember well, him Well, he's what? He's sixty years old now, so he's always refing. It just keeps him in shape. Good and, for him. And the craziest part is, my dad had a quadruple bypass open yeah. surgery a few years ago. That's crazy. And oh my god. He can outrun. 17, 18 years. Good for him. Wow. It's wow. fucking wild. Good for him. He's, he's like a completely mm. new man. Did he do crazy. a high school game? High school, everything, bro. He even does like. Older people, like 21, 22 years old. Good for him. He's wild. And he, he just runs circles around them. Nice. So it's, That's uh, awesome. It's good. He uh, he really changed his whole lifestyle and just watches what he eats now. Good for so, him. Uh, and like I said, you know. God bless him. Joe, salud, Joe. Salud, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pete, you and I have played a little soccer together. How long have you been playing soccer? So I started when I was like five years old. Yeah. I played uh, I played AYSO soccer in Addison. For That's a, right. Like a lot Everyone's of always on someone yeah. with Addison. It's yeah. always every Italian's been in Addison. Of in course, Edison, man. That's mm-hmm. where they decided to just hang out and one day make their own community. I'm still fucking. And then there. We, and then they and then they, and then they, they trickle out. So funny. You know? They trickle out to Bloomingdale, move, right? Not many move far. Like no. move from Addison to Bloomingdale. Like you know, <laughs> Addison, Bloomingdale, Carroll Street, Carol Street. They don't, not too far. All in the same. Carroll Street, spot. Bloomingdale, but that's a nice. Eh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> older stream you, know. <laughs> you got like the requirement is you have to be like within a spit of like a caputo's and no right? expressways it's no gotta express be just side streets <laughs> <laughs> my mom doesn't fucking take the expressway oh, still oh my god she can only go to Shefford Square man she can't go to Woodfield I mean no now she can go to Woodfield she's got Dude, the other route Shefford Square is alright though it's been building its back it's all back that's why, you, that's why you moved over there huh why? Because all the th- Italians? Yeah. Italians. No, I mean, it's just... And it's, it's you got to take a bunch of streets to get to your house. You couldn't move off a highway. <laughs> I live, I live, like, highway. I I live like 13 minutes He's off. He's always crying that none of us come to Stop visit it. him. I'm never crying about that. But come out Listen, here's house. the thing. That's when so you, crazy. Listen, when you live in the O'Hare area, mm. you got to understand you're growing up with everything... The maximum, 20 minutes away. Yes. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So anything further than 20-minute drive is so far for people. Okay? Dude. Until you move out to the suburbs. <laughs> right. Because then when you move to the suburbs, the, I'll take the 45-minute drive. It's not really that big of a deal. It'd take a load off, breathe, listen to a podcast. Shit, I don't know about you. I don't like staying in traffic. Fuck that. Right. <laughs> you know what? I am Dude, a loner, but I like it. I like my ride. From Addison to Chicago, literally downtown, it would take me 22 minutes the most at like 11 p.m. But if I leave it like 5 a.m., bro, it's going to take me an hour and a half. Yeah, easily. So it's For like, sure. But you know what? Here's what's going to happen in like 10 years. Let's get interesting here. It's going to be all A new technology? 20 years, 30 years, traffic. 50 yeah. years. No. <laughs> it's going to be all self-driving cars. And the only we were talking about this in the last podcast. There's a ton of human error that makes traffic, that makes accidents, right? right? So when everything's all going to be on basically computer a grid and computer yeah. done, yeah. all you got to do is get into your car pod. And they're going to call it. In. Yeah. Read mm-hmm. whatever. Listen. Sit. Sleep for another 10 minutes yeah. before you get to work. And it's it's all going right. to be 
by itself. It's yeah, crazy. Make like how they say lazy. it's habitual with with like the car in front of you, how your characteristics are. Like as soon as you see a brake light, you touch your brake light, whether you need to or not. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, I, I I think it was like Discovery Channel. I saw this where they were talking mm-hmm. about like traffic is created by people who are just they see a brake light and they hit a brake light. Right. right. It's like when you're outside. You ever, have you ever seen those? Free, have you ever seen those freaking YouTube videos where? <laughs> Oh, they, these kids they, they they play these tricks on each other where they're like there'll be a guy videotaping and then there'll be one person that's in a crowd and he'll look one direction oh, and, and then running. he'll completely run the other direction yeah and the whole fucking crowd and then runs. everybody just starts running like I feel like that's how traffic is like someone 100%. breaks and then everyone else breaks just just for the shit and well, they're breaking up. so I'll break and then they'll fuck you it know, up for everybody you know what's yeah. amazing it's is annoying whenever there's a accident or anything that's there's flashing lights on a highway everybody slows down and stops to see and then it's all clear after that right. boom 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 they all want to fucking look at what happened it's yeah. across the freaking freeway but it's like well, leave it alone listen you you say that, but you also want to see what happened too. Man. You're just as guilty. Don't don't. Well, when give everybody me that. stopping, then you're already slowing down. Yeah, you might got as well take a look. Well look. There's somebody <laughs> coming out. What's going on? What's the big old? What's the big deal yeah, over what's here? What's going on? What's going on over here? <laughs> yeah, we're all guilty of it. But oh here's the thing, God. dude. In like 30 years, we're gonna have that technology. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about 30. Eh, 50. I don't, think, I don't think we'll be around. Cadillac put that car I on think, now where it drives itself dude, on the highway. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking mainstream. Though. I think mm-hmm. in our lifetime, in our, to- our lifetime, it'll be mainstream. You think it'll be mainstream in our in lifetime? In our lifetime, yeah. yeah think, about, think, so. think about the growth that we've had in ten, in this last 10 years. From mm-hmm. 07 to 2008 or 07, 2017, we've learned more in this 10-year span than we did in the previous 100. Yeah, right. it's, it's only going to get better and but faster. It's, yeah, and, but it's not only about the technology. It's about politics, man, and money. See, that's mm-hmm. what that's what stops shit. You're Scott. exactly right. No, you're right. There's so much technology. Right. They can do everything they want right now. It's Is about wrong? money, yeah. politics. They could eradicate diseases. They can do Let's whatever talk they about want. That for, you know, right. seriously. They but they do don't. It. There's too much money in it. I told you last time. Back in 06, 07, BMW made a car that works off of hydrogen. It only emits water. It emits steam. Like mm-hmm. a, like you're boiling a pot of water. Mm-hmm. Why is that not a thing? Mm-hmm. Money. Money. Politics. God, the machine Gas is and so oil. Machine. You know what? I'm so glad I met this The machine guy. is onto something. He doesn't talk so much. Dude, this is like underground radio shit right here. This is <laughs> this good stuff. That's this is what it's about. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't talk much, but when he does, it's fucking it's very cerebral. It's great. Can I tell you the musical genius that's behind this guy? Uh, let's go back and talk a little bit about the machine. I, I when we were twelve, okay, I taught this kid how to play the guitar. Oh wow. A couple chords, you know, and then with like in two months, no shit, no, no, I'm not shitting you. He starts playing all these riffs and chords and all this stuff, and then shortly after that, we start writing songs together. That's when we were thir- nice. 13 years old, and nice. then it built into the band that we had. We were in a rock band for a little while. Yeah. Um. So that's what Simone was saying. A long while, from 13 years old to 18, 18 19 years old, right? Playing clubs like the Double Door, playing clubs like the Blue you Note, the Double Door. But the Double I Door. Know that. Yeah. yeah. We did. Yeah, awesome. we got there. It was a it was a music festival. We basically bought ourselves in, but we played it. Fuck yeah. it, who cares? You yeah, played it. It was cool. And no it one has fun. to know, yeah. you know. Well, now they do. Well, now I'm not. It's alright. It's a good spot. One of my favorite spots, actually. Those yeah. was awesome. Yeah, well, they closed it now, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. So it was a cool place. But it was fun, man. And then, so at the fun. time that we we had like uh, these. Uh, the markers on it mm-hmm. had minus 21 because yeah. we were in the, the festival but we weren't allowed <laughs> yeah. to yeah. so they put the markers on our wrist so right. young but we ended Man. up we ended up playing and then uh we stopped playing for a little while everyone's kind of going their separate ways this guy builds this studio starts remixing his own stuff and like just starts making music out of nowhere That's taking awesome. mm-hmm. taking song words 
finding the track, mixing it all on his own. Smart technician right here and passionate about his music. That's amazing, nice. man. Soft spoken. It's amazing what you can do in just a little work. room nowadays. You don't need oh, much. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. It's crazy. Before you, everybody's like, oh, we need this huge studio and all yeah. this shit. You don't need shit. You don't anymore, need anything. Man. No, you don't. Yeah. Dude, what was it? Um, call me, I might be wrong on this, but I definitely heard that EXO Tour Life, one of Lil Uzi Vert's mm-hmm. huge biggest songs, was like it was produced on one of those Beats XL pills. Yeah. Like, you don't mm-hmm. need much nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know. No. no. It's true. Sure. You don't need, you don't need a middleman. Before you had to get a record deal. Right. You Before don't need you had shit to get anymore, an agent. Man. You had to do all this promotion. Crazy. Pete, man. you know what I'm talking about. Oh my god, yeah. I right? lived it. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. Like you had to build yourself up. Yeah, it was nuts. You know, when when did you say that you started like building a, a brand of your for yourself? So, tell dude, me your story I'm, a little I'm, bit. I'm I'm old school. So, I started like I bought my first set of turntables in 83. So, I wasn't even a thought. None of you guys were even around yet. <laughs> nope. So, um the way we got ahead was literally we would have to figure out like there was dance parties that were thrown all the time when we were growing up so in order to throw a dance party like everywhere like addison you know city (laughs) south side north side up and down harlem avenue like you know everywhere but these promoters would come and they would rent the banquet hall they would throw a dance party the dance party was for teenagers they would print up flyers put dj's names on them in the neighborhood and throw them out at high schools right everywhere so you get a flyer and you would know where the party was if you had a flyer it was a buck off you know it was like five bucks at the door you know with the flyer six bucks without whatever and you came and you saw djs you got to hear a bunch of music you didn't hear on the radio and you would dance all night it was like they would have to clear out all the liquor from the from the bars and it would be just just you know sodas and that was it mm-hmm. so on stage, your local heroes are born, right? So all your DJs were on two turntables, vinyl, bring their, you know, practice their sets at home, come in, play all these songs that no one heard before, and like freak out. A lot of stuff was coming from Europe, a lot of Italo dance, a lot of, That's a lot right. of international stuff. You know, I was, I was an underground hip hop specialist, so I was, you know, I loved stuff for different reasons. But that's that's a completely different story. But so when we started in these banquet halls, the only way to get ahead was if you found the best dj and you battled that dj okay so it wasn't a popularity contest on the internet where you could just push a button or or you could pay for likes (laughs) or or, you know whatever (laughs) you had you had to bring you had to bring your a game you had to bring your vinyl and there was all kinds of things that were battling against you like if if the turntables weren't calibrated correctly or if the needles weren't right if the needles weren't calibrated Mm -hmm. correctly or if someone scratched up your records or if you left your records in the trunk of your car for too long and they got warped which was always an issue that was always a fucking mess so so what i did was i would i you know i got into a lot of a lot of battles so i would go and compete against a lot of other djs that had a name for themselves and if you won you got you know you you how did they choose the winner there was the judges yeah a lot of times it would be like the promoters, the crowd response, and then, you know, anyone that was in there. At the time, it wasn't really organized, you know? At the yeah. time, it was like, okay, we have, we're going to do, like, one part crowd response, and then, uh, you know, one part will be, like, you know, the guys who threw the party or whatever. And if, like, one of the guys you were battling had more family there than you did, you might have been in big trouble. Yeah. Right? You know, but I made it at a point to, like, treat it like a, a weightlifting battle, right? If I go in and I lift 50 pounds and then, you know, Dan comes in and, and he lifts 150 pounds, there's no denying that he lifted more weight than me. Mm-hmm. So that's how I treated every battle. I treated every battle like I'm going to win every single battle that I got into. And so I would leave nothing, no stone unturned. I would battle to the fullest. I would make sure that beyond a reasonable doubt, I won that battle. And it was all for my love of DJing and wanting to get ahead. 
That's awesome, man. So, like, at, at the pinnacle of this, you have, like, the birth of house music and all this other stuff, but I'm, like, a turntablist before a turntablist is acceptable in Chicago. Right. Mm-hmm. So, right? So, I'm fighting, like, against the grain. I get my little tapes from my friends that visited New York of mix shows that they would record off the radio in New York, and I would hear, like, Grandmaster Flash, DJ Jazzy Jeff mixing on the radio before they were even anybody, and I would hear them scratching and cutting these hip-hop beats, and it was, like, so freaking intoxicating to me that that's Im- embedded the seed of soul in me, and I grew up on, like, my mom dancing me around the house to, like, Gloria Gaynor records, and then my dad, who had the Italian influence and then, the like, the Santana influence, so everything was, like, really groovy and funky to me. Sure. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then I had... I had a brother who like really loved Led Zeppelin and, and 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 classic rock. So then I had that influence. So for me it was like always like I wanted the raw, unbridled, scratch trick, make it funky type thing, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I found my niche in Chicago because everyone was like boom, boom, boom. You know, four on the floor, everyone was house music, and then I was like right. this against the grain, like hip hop DJ, and no one was doing what I was doing. So I found my niche. You know, here's this like young Italian kid from the suburbs going into the city of Chicago, battling these DJs, playing songs they never heard before, scratching like they never heard before. So, for me, it was like just second nature. You know, so yeah. I win these battles, and then, you know, I, that's and the rest you know, of the rest is, that's yeah, pretty cool. Well, man. That is awesome. He's the fucking best. Dude. No. So like, explain to me how like he influenced you, DJ Simone. I mean, you were a young you just guy. Heard the story, man. <laughs> so, so like, did, did did you did you work did you work with him at all? Like, did uh, you did you go see him play? You know what? Did you ever have him? Did, did you ever go see him play live? Like, do you give him tips? Like, how? Like, is there any of that going on between you guys? Always. Yeah, it's always. Like a Twenty four seven thing. Yeah. Yeah. Always. You know, you because he, he you go get his hair. You get your haircut by I him. Am. Right. <laughs> so, the what's the conversation like? Wait, would you would you, would you play this fucking music? Would you play this week? Right. Would you play? How is the crowd? How you do that's an amazing right. point. that's a funny question because we have like talk, talk, talking about that's this. all we okay. talk about man. so yeah. it's it's it, when, when does this take place on a, on a saturday at 12 o'clock and every three weeks yeah. on a, usually on a thursday at 4 p.m thursday yeah. 4 p.m i'm awake you know nightlife i'm awake <laughs> yeah he comes and he shows up fucking late you know hungover what? Hey, yeah. hey how's it going can you take a little off the top <laughs> you gotta reschedule <laughs> so he I, comes in. Yeah, he sits. We literally we talk about music. Yeah, we talk about and and I I harass him over like when he was when he was doing the whole thing right before B ninety six happened, right? <coughs> it's like right when he's like doing boom and all this sort of stuff, and he's like he calls me. He's like Pete, I I think I'm about to get on the radio, and I'm like okay, that's great. And then I get a call like it was like a week later or something like that. And he's like, guess what? <laughs> I, I made it on B96, yeah. you know, and then I was so happy for him, but at the same time, I was 100% honest with, and I and I sat him down, I go, here's what's going to happen, I want you to look me in the fucking eye right now, I want you to, this is not everything, you think it is right now, but it is not, I says, I don't want you to ever think you're fucking better than anybody else, because the greatest DJs in the city of Chicago are not on the radio, got news for you, 100%, Right, so it's like an eye-opening moment for him. It's like it's the best of his life right now, but then it's also a humbling experience because he's got me, this old-school guy, in his ear going. There's a lot of fantastic DJs out there, and that a was lot the of them part, you know? are so great that people who are on the radio DJing are so intimidated by him that they'll do anything to keep him away from the fucking radio. Mm-hmm. So. Let's figure out what your niche is, and let's make sure you don't sound like everybody else because you have the opportunity to represent and carry the torch for people who didn't make it on the radio, right? 
because there's a lot of I could I could line up a zillion DJs right now and tell you names that will smoke any DJ that's sitting on the radio right now. No disrespect because I I'm I'm friends with a lot of those guys that who are on the radio yeah, right now. Yeah. But let's be honest, what yeah. you know what you're playing and how you're representing it is completely different than an underground world that's going on. So sure. mm-hmm. I wanted him to have opportunities that other guys did not have, to be able to play stuff differently, to be able to rep him, represent himself as a musician behind the turntables. Mm-hmm. Not just the guy that's gonna play Rihanna and play, you know, whatever the hottest record is right now, you know? Yeah. I wanted him yeah. to play, I, and, I, and even to this day when he comes in, I'm like, look, infiltrate some soul and some funk and something different. Whatever record no one else is playing, it doesn't even have to be a throwback. Like, see, that's, play something different. That's the advice that changed my life, man. That's the advice right there. Like I went to, uh, I played at uh, in New York like last, I don't know, it was maybe two months ago. I played at a place called Highline Ballroom. It's a huge venue, hip hop. And you know, I asked some of my friends, like, you know, what would you play? They're like, oh, only play like The Weeknd and like Gucci opening shit and all that. Yeah. I was like, well, if he's telling me to do that and the other guy told me to do that, that means everyone's doing the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So I go in there and it's a very urban crowd and I play Staying Alive. And the whole crowd literally turned around. They're like, who the fuck has the balls to play Staying Alive in here? <laughs> and every girl starts singing it. And I turned that place into like an open format room that, for that night because of his advice, literally. Remember when you asked how he got all his Instagram followers? Usually when DJs get cut, or, or, or I, sh- I shouldn't even say get cut, who choose to leave radio, right? They choose to leave radio. They, they sometimes have this downward spiral of a career. Mm-hmm. His career started when he left radio. Do you know that? Facts. Facts. This guy had half the amount of followers on Instagram than he has now. I'm not saying that you translate Instagrams in success, right? right, I'm, right. Not, I'm not saying yeah. that, that that's right. the end end game of all. Right. Of it. Mm-hmm. But what I am saying is like, but it is a, as it is a, as a measurement of you know, how a, much people yeah. know you and yeah, your popularity right. and people who want to follow what you're doing. And sure. the list of clubs he's at now has, yeah, has doubled uh, since he left radio. Right, quadrupled. He, he, I mean, he didn't go to New York when he was on B96. Oh. And if I did, I didn't even get paid for it. So it was, <laughs> you went to Atlantic City twice for the um, uh, while you years. were on the. I was on I was on B ninety six for three years. Okay, so all three years and you went to yeah. Atlantic City. Yeah, that was like the the DJ the conference. DJ uh, radio conference. Yeah, right. right. I mean, you gotta adapt and with the times, you know. Yeah. yeah, like radio. Who's radio's on a on a downward slope, regardless. This is the new radio, don't you think? Like everything's streaming. You have a voice because you have a voice now. But look, everyone's got a voice now. But here's the thing: like but not in radio though. Only the people that like really matter have the voice. Right. You know. You're right. You're right. And I guess they control like what music is popular too, right. because that music's still relevant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? These it's are the hot songs. These are the ones that right. are playing regularly. Mm-hmm. But don't you think we're going in that direction? I mean, like it's everyone's got this. This I mean, device you're, you're streaming pocket. everything now. Spotify, yeah, it, yeah, right. Apple like, Music, yeah. everything's all streaming. And I don't it's think, at, at your disposal, your fingertips, anytime yeah. you want it to be. I, mean, I haven't put you know my radio saying? on for at least six Hold years. Hold on, yeah. I was listening. Right? So yeah. some, sometimes I have it you, on. you know there's better out there and now right. you have access to it. The thing right. is, though, these apps allow you to discover things you wouldn't discover by listening just, just That's right. Exactly. You know? That's the best part. I hear I hear artists that, I hear songs, like his brother was showing me the other day, he's showing me all this stuff and I'm like, wow, this song only has like 20,000 plays. This is fantastic, you know? Yes. And I'm finding out all this stuff. I'm like, I'm wondering why people are not listening to it. It's crazy. It's a dollar thing, right? Right. It's a dollar thing. You know, I mean, literally major record label and artists 
control radio. 100%. It's a it's yeah. a paid it's a it's a yeah. whole paid thing. And no one talks about it, but yeah, it's, it's, it's true. It's All paid. You pay them, you get your thing played. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why I've always been against the grain. That's why I would rather listen to your music. I'd rather listen to your backstory. Like I'm a huge fan of the backstory. So mm-hmm. I love the backstory. Yeah, right. It's, 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 I love it, to hear how you handed him the guitar. Makes, and it makes amazing. It makes the music that much more relatable you connect to it better you know it it shows that the artist that just made that music is a person just like that person listening to it Mm -hmm. that person listening to it doesn't believe that they can do it and do whatever it is that they feel that puts them on fire they think oh that's just for special people you know we got to be really lucky but this today's different times yeah but here's here's the crazy thing too he didn't mention that i what we We've been into hard rock, like heavy metal. This was our thing. And it's still, you know, inside. Yeah. That's my my number one, you know. Hence all the guitars and all that shit. But I started, like, going out. I started listening to, like, deep house music and this stuff. Just and I really like the out. chill vibe, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm. I really like that, too. And I started wondering. I'm like, best. I wonder if I can make some Isn't stuff like best? this. I love it. Like, yeah. more impure type of shit. Yeah. This chill house is amazing. Love, Beautiful. It's, it's my favorite. It now. grabbed a hold of you. Yeah. Right. It grabbed a hold of me. He, he like, comes it. in. He's like, oh, let's start making music. And he starts grabbing guitar. I'm like. Let's put away the rock. Let's try this. <laughs> you know? Really? Yeah. Mm. So for and the past year and a half, I'm just like yeah. taking like songs that I like or mm-hmm. something that people usually listen to and just making it into like a deep house vibe, Man, chill have you song. Ever tried mixing them? I was just gonna say, yeah. Why don't you guys mix them? It's still be the best. You know what? I, that, I, that's what I was gonna try to do next. Mm. To be honest with you. Hold on, time out. Mix so what? Dude, put like rock, we should record classic a rock with just, melodic house, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, just try it. So I, I There's no rules in music. Head, you're right. Yeah. There is no execution. Rules. Yeah, we, bro. Especially with in today's world of making music, there's so many fucking plugins out there. You yeah. can you can record a fart and <laughs> fucking transform it into something else. Well, literally, you know, you're, 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 you're talking. You could do that. You're you're talking about um, you're talking about what's his name? Who are we got to shit out right now? <laughs> we the best music. You're talking about him. I mean, he farts on everything he makes. <laughs> Um, anyway, you're evolving. Yeah. Did you like that? Did you like that one? Thanks. Uh, I, there, there's more. Wait. Keep going. Uh, I got all you're right. Evo- you're you're <laughs> evolving hey, as a musician. You yeah. know? That's just what's happening. Definitely. That's awesome. But definitely just try it out. I mean, look, there's no rules. You know? Oh, yeah. Especially, sure. like I said, with all the plugins, you can just record some shit on your guitar and throw a fucking, I don't know, guitar rig on it, and you can mm-hmm. get another sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure, man. Stuff. Like, just we started the songwriting process again in December mm-hmm. and I can't tell you like I see I, I would make it a goal for an hour a day to sit down and write mm-hmm. I'm like I'm just gonna write shit down for an hour I don't mm-hmm. care what I write I'm just gonna write it down for an hour I really tried doing that and then from that I started using that those words that I started creating and we started writing some music some songs yeah, and cool. I started singing some of those things mm-hmm. and then we're just, we're just trying to find the best combination to come up with stuff, you know? So mm-hmm. he'll have he'll have some sort of music that's ready and be like, hey Dan, check this out. And I'll be like, oh shit, this song has gotta be this one's gotta be a song tomorrow, right? So we start it, I'm like, okay, this is how the verse is gonna go, and sometimes we'll f- just freestyle it. Like, okay, I'm just gonna sing something and see how it goes and just let it let it rip and see mm-hmm. if let's see if we can catch anything from that. And then I'll ask him, Hey, was there <laughs> Was there anything from was that there one? Anything in Did you there, think right, there right. was? There was something. There was someone we can work with this. Do it and again. Then, <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Do it again. And I say record everything, right? Record everything. We'll oh, yeah. get something out of it. No, we do for yeah. sure. And That's then, so cool. And uh, it was just like the, the challenging part about it, and then finding the, like, the exciting part. Seeing too. seeing the end result, dude. Yeah. Listening oh, to the exciting. song after it plays back. But I'll tell you where the argument happens. Remember how you said you haven't released anything because you want it to be like of course. perfect. I'm like that. 
And he's like, he's like, throw it out there. Just release everything. Well, see, yeah. Yeah. For some reason, like, uh, in my mind, I'm in hyper hyper mode, yeah. hyperspace. I want to get stuff out there. Like, I have these things that I want to do. I'm like, just fucking do it. Just because. All right, so we made this song. We finished this song end of January. Right, nice. and we had even another song already almost done because we said our For goal, our goal was going to be a song every month. So we came out with one in January, we came out with a second one at the end of January mm-hmm. that was supposed to be released February. But Sabri's like, I don't want to release it until the music video is made. Mm-hmm. So do a whole, lot, whole package deal, boom, That's how yeah. it's in your to be. face, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we we made the, we shot the music video two weeks ago. And then uh, our our buddy is the guy that's editing it. He's taking a little bit of time because he's got another full time job, like everybody else got a full time job, you know. So um, that's supposed to be coming out soon. I'll be excited, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's better to just like wait and put out. A you gotta body. wait for it, you know. You gotta think. You gotta study that's the promotion true. behind it, you know. Yeah. It takes a lot of work, man. I you like gotta to even do it make right. new connections, you know. You have to find out how or who can help make that record something big, and then look for that person. And then, dude, that record's still going to sit there, you know? Yep. It's still a completed song, but just wait for it. There's no rush. What's the difference if you release it today or tomorrow? What's the difference? Nothing. You're right. It's a great There's point. There's no fucking difference. You can release it in a month. It's still the same fucking song. No one's heard it, so it doesn't matter. They're going to think it's new, even though it's not new to you. Thank you. You know what I mean? That's so true. So, yeah. like, right, right, basically, it's I had the same conversation with my cousin, man. My cousin, uh, incredibly talented, just musician. Like, the guy, you can hand him any instrument. He'll figure out how to play it in 30 seconds. There's also people that could do that. It's incredible. And he goes by producer name uh, Nick Risk. And he's making fire just every day. Mm. And he's like, I want to release this. I was like, no, you're not going to release that. You're going to make something better. And it's just I keep trying to, like, push the kid. And then he's like, I want to release this one. I was like, Nikos, you have to think about the promotion first if you want to release it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then he sits down and thinks about it. He's like, holy shit, like, if I just released it right now, you know, there wouldn't be any strategy to marketing it. So it takes time, but like I said, even though it's old to you, it's new to it's new to me. Dude, you know? I, you're just making me think now a lot, which is so good. Finally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, listen, when I, I say it, it trust me, I get it. I feel like you felt, bro. Like this is a fucking hit. Like it's gotta go out. But like you know, yep. take some. You gotta step back a little bit. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you're right, dude. Yeah. You're right. Go back and listen to some tracks you made like two, three years ago. Yeah, that you wanted to throw out there. And well, we just started doing this again. Yeah. So we just yeah. like we there. There's even like so we'll go through the list of songs that we go through and like we'll record something and something will be like all right now that's that we know it that's yeah. not that's yeah. nothing we're we're that's nothing good we have to go back to that later but then we have songs that Sabri and I are like this is it this is good this works this works I'm like it's a fi- if it's if it is a finished product let's put it out there mm-hmm. but he came up with the strategy of like look like you said figure out a way to market it figure out a way to make it a little bit more poppy and more popular that people are gonna like let's attach it to a video let's That's make right. the video let's do that mm-hmm. first and then you know I mean videos are huge now though. it is it's so even, big even it just is. as clickbait you know That's would finished. you rather click on a link or when you see a video you're like oh let you me see what that video. is I, I almost guess. don't even scroll Instagram anymore I just watch the freaking videos now. there you go yeah, yeah. Right. So that's part of it. I mean, my that's remixes, it. I just throw them out. I keep throwing them out. I threw out three this week. I was just on fire. That's yeah. awesome. With the original stuff, I want to keep it more... Well, yeah, that's your yeah. sound, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, interesting enough, though, but what is your goal? You know what I mean? I mean, do you sacrifice the organicness of what you love for the popularity of the success and the... Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's a struggle within. I think the guys that see... A lot of success, you know. They don't care about what the goal is. They just keep putting out. They focus on putting on a good product. Yeah, that's right. They're focused on creating. Yeah. Content. That's that's content, the thing. Yeah. That's, that's the called thing. love. Yeah, 
You're right. You're right. That's another way of how love manifests itself. Yeah. You just got to focus on putting out a good quality product out there. And if mm-hmm. that focus is there, the intent is that, yes. then it will right. it will hit eventually. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like a relationship, right? So you get in this relationship and then you have this girl who you love unconditionally. She's super, super hot and you're really attracted to her and everything like that. So you change who you are to make sure she always likes you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then eventually she's trying to slip away from you and you can kind of feel it. So you try to change yourself to make sure that you keep her. But you can't keep her. If she doesn't love you, she doesn't love you. Music is no different. So don't change what you love about your music to please somebody else. You know what I'm saying? You can't make people love you. You can't make people love your music. Same thing. You just got to be you and then they'll fall in love with you. That is so true, man. Mm -hmm. Because um, Uh we book like a lot of artists in Chicago. And we always like I always get these questions from random people like Nelly. Like, isn't he tired of performing like country grammar and ride with me? Like the answer is actually no. He's like got he's to. in love with the music, mm. you know. He made it. That's what made him all of his millions. He's gonna perform it again. And he's gonna love it the same because it like loves him back. Yeah, you know? for sure. Hell, so. I love country grammar. Yeah, oh, <laughs> shit, <laughs> dude. When I hear that, it's the baseline that grabs you. That's what it is. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. Those like uh, Nelly had like back to back to back to back hits. Oh yeah. And oh, then yeah. right 2000, 2003. Yeah. See you later. Right, me, yeah, yeah, hot in here. It, it was, here. it was pop music though. You yeah. know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's the thing. I mean, it was, it was like yeah, yeah, pop hip hop music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you guys think about the new Justin Timberlake album? You guys heard it? So yeah, listen to the whole thing. I'm, yeah. I'm a huge JT fan. So am I. So you know, am I. But I, um, it's different. It's yeah, I didn't, way different. I didn't like it near as much as 2020 experience. But maybe I, that's who he know. is today. Right know? now, he's for not sure. the same mindset right. that he was when he released Definitely something else. Well, I think, I think. There's something organic that happens when you get this, the right producer and the right engineer on a, on right people a bunch room. of tracks. And, and Timbaland not being on this, I think, was... was Missing. Yeah, it was missing something. You the know? first track was with Timbaland. Yeah, Filthy. The one Filthy, and yeah. that's almost the one that I like the best. I like that one, and I like... Um, it's, just, it's so different from the rest of the album. Yeah. Don't you think? It is. It's completely different. Everything else yeah. is so like... It's like that was the one that had to make right. money. They said he's yeah. always been a progressive pop artist though yeah he's always he's always looking like to here's the thing about justin timberlake i really appreciate the different forms of art he puts out right yeah that guy can put out art in so many different ways and i think this album is just like you said simone where is a a expression of where he is right now right and i'm not some music it's it's just like jay-z man like you know he's getting older now and like that album is like who he is today as a father and a husband you know Mm -hmm. it's a different mindset than he was when he released a black album yeah. yeah, a lot of people don't understand that about artists. They get older. They want. They get into different types of music. They, different, they put yeah. on different types they of music, change. and people are like, "Oh, you don't sound the same." Well, that's the point. That's the <laughs> point. Yeah. What are you gonna put? To, like, well, I think with JT, like, I buy everything just because I support JT, me too. Right, right. and I I listen to it from a subjective perspective. You know, if that makes sense, because we're artists, right? So we're mm-hmm. musicians. Sure. So I listen to it differently than someone. Who doesn't For have sure. a musical ear? Makes a ton yeah. of sense. Everyone likes different right. things. Right. We so, listen to different shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's like three tracks on there that I love, and I'll play those three tracks over and over again. Did it resonate as much with me than the 2020 experience? No, it didn't. And not from a pop perspective, because all the tracks that I like from 2020 experience didn't make it on the radio. So That's I'm a little right. different. Like, mm-hmm. but I'm a huge, fine? I'm a huge fan of like bands like Tuxedo. I don't know if you guys heard of them. They're off Stones Throw Records. Look them up. They're amazing. Tuxedo. Mm-hmm. They're freaking amazing. Mayor That's Hawthorne right. is a musician, and he he like he's just so freaking dope it's crazy good but it almost reminded like he he takes his his music so organically that 
I just loved it, and that's probably what I think was missing a little bit from a lot of the tracks on the latest album. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it is what it is. Can I ask yeah. what your three favorites are on this one? Um, so yeah, I do like Filthy, and I think I like Filthy because it's my, it's my daughter's one of my it's my daughter's favorite song. But then there's another there's another one. I like the title track on it. Hold on, I'm gonna do a search. Man of the Woods. Man of the Woods. I like Man, Man of the Woods. Woods. It's great. Right? It's, it's pretty yeah. good. It's Dude. not my favorite though. I'll tell you my my favorites after this. After you tell me. <laughs> okay, hold on. This is gonna be good. Uh, are you going to March 23rd? No, I can't because I'll be in Florida. I was going to go, there's, wait, is it the 25th and 26th? Uh, yeah, that might be it. Yeah, 25th and 26th. So I was going to go like, he's coming back though again. He is. In Probably, June or yeah. July? Yeah, he's like summer. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I think it's like October when he's coming back again. Sorry. He's coming yes. back in October. Okay, so two other ones that I breeze off the pond. Breeze off the pond. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's, pretty, favorite, it's pretty good. So my daughter loves sauce. I can't stand sauce. Uh, that's not my favorite either. Yeah, I don't like Least sauce. I don't like sauce. No. Yeah, it's just like made too many for, spoken yeah. word tracks yeah. on here yeah. too. It almost sounds like he's like speaking instead yeah. of singing, which is fine. I know there's some people who say that, but like, I don't need. I don't. Dude, I'm not what, crazy about the hard stuff either. What about Montana? You like Montana? Oh, yeah, okay. it gets me, man. It, it gets, gets me right here. It does. Yeah. It gets me. I was like, what is this? Yeah. You know what that song is about, right? I have no idea. I, it's about the time when he proposed to Jessica Biel. Seventh heaven. Oh, really? Oh, is that right? Yeah, okay. I think so. They were in Montana. I guess. Okay, so now maybe I'm going to go listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. It's as sure as well. Well, even the, even the name of the, the album, Man of the Woods, it means something else, right? It's not like I'm a man of the woods. Right, right. It means something else. It has something to do with his like, kids and his relationship. It, it, you know, something, yeah, whatever he portrayed it as, yeah. I'm yeah, not sure. I don't know. Yeah, there was something else I don't know. I read. Google it. Yeah, <laughs> Google it right now. Genius, yeah. So, yeah, man. Um... I'm a big Justin Timberlake fan too. I like. I went to the show, the 2020 Experience yes. show twice. It was so good, right? It was great. It was so it was good. amazing. It was yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. People make fun of me because like, you know, what's up, man? You know, let him like mob deep and right. You know, Just like you what's said. up, Pete? What are you doing? What are you Pete, doing? I'm I, like, no, no, no. I got, I, I got a little, like, I, I got a wide variety of music I like. You know? Yeah, that's good. When I was a kid, I used to really, I was really into NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Nice. We all were, man. <laughs> the, but my, here's the thing. My like, wife I don't, calls this my NSYNC jacket. I love you. She's like, <laughs> you got, she's like you're fucking the old man, you got a boy band jacket on. I'm like, good. That's where I used to go. So I much. love my boy band back jacket. In, back in the, in the late 90s, I love your boy band jacket. It fucking, it's awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. You know, you know those high school dances you were talking about? Yeah. The star right here. Oh, yeah. the star? Oh, yeah. He, pull would, out, he no. pulled out all the music video moves. He's like sitting there, boom, boom. Oh, they so, had circles around you. I can just the, see it. They had circles around you. don't even know. You don't even know. So I work, I work at the school that I did, that I used to do the dances at, right? So my office is in that old gym right now, (laughs) and I sometimes just like have these moments where I'm like sitting, (laughs) and I'm looking at the very spot where it took down, it took place. So like I used to learn like all the dance moves, like it's gonna be me. Dirty Pop was my favorite one. Oh yeah. So I would like you know find a time when they were like performing live on ABC. Mom, tape it! Mom, tape it! (laughs) (laughs) I would tape it. And then I would watch it, and yeah, I would and learn it. it, and I would learn it. I would rewind, stop, learn, rewind. What are they doing? What are they doing? I would watch it, and sometimes I would do it backwards because you know. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "All right, I'll pull this out during school dances. It'll get a lot of attention. <laughs> of course, it will. Of course." So uh, it would have got a ton of likes on Facebook. If that <laughs> was the thing for sure back then. It would have gone oh, viral instantly. A lot of a lot. Of, it didn't sit well with a lot of the, the younger men in uh, mm. back in the day. They didn't, they didn't think very highly of me. They thought mm. I was a you know whatever. They just stealing my weird. girl, bro. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> right, not, right. That's not that. But anyways, yeah, I used to do that, and uh, I don't know. 
you know what? And, and like I said, people they used to make fun of me, and they used to say, "No, I don't like that stuff. It's super gay. I hate it." Yeah, but when it but com- now it comes on in a club, and yeah. let's say Talking you play everybody it. from the Backstreet Boys, everybody's going fucking everybody. nuts. Everybody, everyone was just too much of a pussy to uh, admit right. it. And you know why too? It's like. I mean, all you have to do in a club, man, it's so easy. You just got to make the girls sing and dance. That's it. Because when the girls are singing it, the guys are going to follow. It's always because about they the got, girls. You know, so, like, when yeah. the girl sings everybody, the fucking guy's going to do it, too. Yeah, for sure, man. So. It's true, man. It's true. I want to come and see you guys or see Bro, you perform. We're, always. Yeah, let's, let's keep in touch. Yeah. Let's keep in touch more. That's yeah. what I meant to say. I used to see this guy all the fucking time. When we were kids. Yeah. At soccer practice. Yeah. You know, one time he almost killed me. One time. So you were talking about this time where we bro, were in, we were in Minnesota. Do you remember and I, this? No, I don't remember this. Oh all. my god, bro! All right, explain it. So we were in Minnesota for some fucking soccer tournament. This was like the. This was. is one of my like. This is the highlight of when I was 12, 13, 14, 15 <laughs> yeah, years me old. Too. And maybe a lot of people listening to this right now are, is going to resonate with them because they were all there. A lot right. of guys that play international, they all oh, used to come well, to play like oh, travel soccer. They used that, to come like, to Minnesota. It was the I don't know. It was what cup? NSC Cup. I don't fucking. Big complex up there it was yeah, it was big there was thousands memorial thousands day weekend it's gonna resonate with a lot of people right now it is yeah. it is so, so we were up there playing yeah. a tournament there were thousands of people and um um our coach ozzy handed me um like the soccer player cards you know you guys needed like the registration yeah. card yeah, yeah, for yeah. the ref to see which right. players are playing and all right. that and i was like yeah yeah that's fine i'll go deliver them to this ref but you just gotta tell you know my dad that i'm doing this and I guess the messenger failed, so everybody thought I was lost, and my oh, parents geez. are freaking out. We didn't have cell phones back then, and, like, <sighs> man, I guess, I, I just remember seeing a shit ton of cops just, like, circling the area. Oh my God. They I were at Mall of America because they thought I might have went there for some fucking reason. I don't oh, know. I was, like, God. 10. And, dude, all I remember is... Simone! Where's that Simone? I, like... Oh, dude, my parents were fucking bawling because they thought I was gone forever. I was like, guys, you relax. I was, I was literally in the back oh of, uh, like, Ozzy's car just, like, eating Gardettos, just chilling because I thought that the fucking message went through. So, like, as soon as I, like, see my dad, he starts beating the shit out of me. And then I saw him, and he starts fucking yelling at me. I was like, guys, I'm, I was just eating Gardettos. Like, I went to go do so. I thought I was doing, like, something good by helping out, and everyone thought I was lost. Oh, my God, that's fine. So, dude, they went back to the fucking hotel. They said, Cops there. Cops were everywhere. Oh my was, god! I it don't was remember. Highlight this. of my childhood. I'm surprised you don't. Yeah. <laughs> highlight of my childhood. Hey, you know, look, you guys, this was awesome. I really appreciate you coming here. Thank you for Good stuff, us, dude. Man. This was a, such a fun conversation. Yeah, and we I gotta think, do it again. I think we should do it again. Awesome. Honestly, I think you guys should consider making your own show. Get the hell out of here. We would. Uh, it would be a riot. Not good, man. You're the you're the one. Not, yeah, not you're all the right. One, well, then bro. I guess if you're not gonna do it, then you're gonna set up on my show. Otherwise, we could do that. I have a recording studio. You know that, right? You gotta come by. At your house? No, at Fort Knox Studios. Let's come. Oh, yeah? Dude. Yeah. No, I have a whole live room we could use, vocal booths. I have a whole studio. You guys are always welcome. Everyone's welcome. Let's go do a That's show awesome. there. I'm waiting for you, bro. Okay. <laughs> episode 40? Live Good with you just Episode Simone? 40. We could do that. Episode 40? We'll as long as Pete's it? coming. It's, it's only in two months anyway. Yeah, it'll be in yeah, two months. People, yeah, we'll, book we'll do like a maybe like a, a summer a summer podcast party Let's thing. Let's do it. Nice. Can yeah. we can we party there? <laughs> I mean, whatever you know. <laughs> we can we'll podcast. We're working, but we could podcast anywhere typically and have anywhere. a party. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? No, anywhere. No, so, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hook something up. Yeah, all right. So all right, uh, DJ Simone, where can people find you? Uh, Instagram is my my favorite uh, platform to use, man. So Instagram at DJ Simone. It's spelled like Simone, just I'm fucking foreign, so it's Simone. S I M O N E. Done. And uh, uh, Pumpin' Pete, where can they find you? So yeah, on Instagram too, Pumpin' Pete. 
um, on Easy. Facebook. It's pumping, Pete. Easy. Yep. And then yeah, <laughs> awesome. About. Hey, Do you guys uh, have any uh, sets or tracks out anywhere that people can listen to? Uh, or? Yeah. So I'm at um, where am I at? The 15th of this month, I'm at Lincoln Hall for the DMC, uh, the, the Chicago DMC battle, which is like um, it's like the Olympics of of DJing. So there's a regional battle. Cool. I'll be there, and then uh, week after that. Actually, I'm off this. I think we get every fourth Thursday at um, Untitled on Kinsey and River North. Nice yeah. place. And he's and being out. humble, but he won two of those Did he? DMC championships. Nice. Whatever. For Chicago. <laughs> Whatever. He's being super fucking humble about it. But <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. The people gotta know, man. People do have to know. That's the torch, man. That's the fucking legend, bro. No, dude. I always say, and I say this to him too, and he always laughs at me when I say it. Right. See, fucking old school people gotta let it the fuck go already. Like, oh, shit. I'm old school. No, I know it's a conversation. Like, it's a conversation. Here. We're going to go like, for another hour if we start no, we this. Can. <laughs> just, we just, can. We can do whatever you want. Just, just like, this is going to take eight seconds, and go then ahead. you're going to close it out, and then we're done. I got to close but it out? Legit, like, I love my old school people, and I love, like, old school music, but motherfuckers can't let it go. Like, Bloomingdale, Addison area, like, you have to stop listening to Angel Eyes and Diamond Girl and Babe We're Gonna Love Tonight. Fucking leave it alone I already, love man. I Babe We're Gonna Love Tonight. Stop it. Diamond like, Girl. you can't. Yeah, nah, nah, with, nah. He's like, That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my dad's ringtone, dude. dude Come on. And how many times are you going to listen to Cynthia sing Change On Me again? Change like, On Me is a great song. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> like, there's so much good music out there, and there's so many young DJs, and there's so many, you know, like, you know. I feel strongly you, about this. Dude, you it. don't see me jumping in there trying to step on right. young guys' toes. Like, I'm an old school DJ. It's all good. That's I'm proud of what mm-hmm. I did. Like, it's it's these guys' turn, you That's know? That's why I love the relationship we have, because I get, like, completely two different worlds. You and know? I love old school music, too. I do. I love it. But, like, like when you're, like. 50 and you're in the club like fist pumping like go f- go to fuck home you know what I'm saying I mean go home go just I guess it depends on how much money you're making though once a year you could do that shit but when you're like out I mean pumping Tiesto's, up, Tiesto's up there bro oh god Tiesto's and like 52 I mean but he's banging he's it out in the club so I mean he's, he's still killing he's it. Okay. making money age is just a number yeah, 50 yeah, to new 35 if you're making like 10 G's a year Yes, I understand. So that. Didn't David get us to start at like thirty six? He wasn't like yeah. So he he, he produced a lot younger though. Right. There's an interesting story about him and Kelly Rowland too with that. Um, oh, yeah. with, that song, uh, yeah. When love takes over. When love takes over. Mm-hmm. I mean, like literally, he didn't even search her out. She heard the track somewhere and said, "I have to, I have to write lyrics to that." And, and yeah. I mean, anyway, wow. that's a whole yeah. other story. <laughs> but I mean, I'm not saying this like, yeah. "What are you gonna go? You gotta just die and shrivel up." I'm not saying that's not what I mean. But it's mm-hmm. like when people, when these old schoolers walk in the club, they want to hear three fucking songs. They want to hear Angel Eyes. <laughs> See that? <laughs> then they want to hear Babe, we're gonna love tonight. And then they want to hear fucking. Di- they want to hear Diamond, Diamond Girl. Girl. <laughs> like it's like God. Bless it, man. It's the same shit. Leave it the fuck alone already. Oh, Ooh, I holy, love it. Holy shit. You know what bothers me? I see Italians. Italians love that shit. Holy shit. Basta la musica, ma. Dude, anyway. you guys are funny. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, he's out and about everywhere. He's, where are you playing next, dude? Next? Tell me where you're next. I'm seven places. Liquor Box tomorrow. Liquor Box tomorrow night. DJ Smoke. I gotta check my fucking What are you doing schedule? Sunday night? Industry, industry uh, night. I'm actually off Sunday, so I'm gonna hang out. But okay. then next Friday, I'm at Prism, and the day after that, I'm at Bounce and Prism again, and then Bounce and... Bounce, Prism, Lickerbox, yeah. follow, follow Instagram, you'll follow find schedule. Uh, on Instagram, DJ Simone, at Thank DJ you, Simone, at uh, Pump and Pete for his latest. 
uh, as always, follow Donnie and the Machine. Donnie and the Machine. Donnie and the Machine. Episode 30. You guys, Sweet. thanks for so much for doing this. This is Damn. awesome. Thank you, guys. Uh, Thank you, pleasure. guys. Appreciate it. Do you guys are the best. Awesome. Anytime. The anytime. Best. Uh, so, Donnie and the Machine on Instagram, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, and also look out for the new Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Fitness Sessions podcast. Wow. <laughs> we didn't talk any sort of fitness on this podcast. It's not allowed. There's a reason to get together again and talk keto. And yeah, stuff. yeah we, right. we can do that. We can do that. Um, so, I'm going to do a, a just a, a fitness podcast. I'm doing this. Like I'm gonna make more time for this. I'm gonna make this full time thing, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the fitness sessions podcast. That's coming out next week. Look for that with uh, follow uh, Danny Cola Fitness on Instagram uh, for workouts, fitness advice, just eye opening information about meditation and nutrition and all sorts of things that uh, help me that I think help you live a better and healthier Sweet. life. All right. So follow us on there. Sabri the machine. Leave us with some music. Peace. Peace. We are sitting the hellies for the day. man, we must be. Outside and fell for your way. Thank you.